Good evening, Fanoners. We have a treat for you today. Today marks the start of Singles Week for those of us without a lovely lady or man or non-binary person this Valentine's Day. We can enjoy the company of one of our waifu slash husbandos. And joining me, I have fellow single people, Matt and Kai. Hi. Hello. That's it. There's all, that's all there is to say about that. Yes, that that's, is all there is to say ab- ab- about well, us. We, we hear it, so you think you can fan in our uh, cruising. We're, we're all eligible bachelors. Yes. Yeah, find us in the DMs. The, the, or... Don't do that. <laughs> or... We could fuck dragons instead. We, we could. Do fuck we have dragons. to fuck dragons? Yes. Because what we have today is a Game of Thrones fan fiction, and very specifically a Game of Thrones fan fiction, because fanfiction.net considers a Song of Ice and Fire and Game of Thrones to be two different things one for the books and one for the show, which I kind of get, but they're basically just the same thing, just mash it all together. Agreed. Yeah, Be- because because there are Game of Thrones and A Song and Ice of Fire crossover fan fictions, which is how I figured out there was a second category. A second? Really? Yeah, the the fire and the song. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. A, Game so- of Thrones. a song. That- the, this the the book series is A Song of Ice and Fire. The TV yes. show is Game of Thrones. God. All right. Well, I guess with season eight of Game of Thrones, the TV show, that's much more earned nowadays. Yeah. Anyways, though. So what we have today is a self-insert fan fiction to go along with the theme of the week. It's called A Motherfucking Dragon by Cambrian Beckett. And its description reads, a self-insert fic in which I find myself in the body of Drogon, just as he's about to break free of his shell. Drogon is one of Daenerys, one of the characters is dragons poor daenerys stuck with a perverse little fucker like me fair warning the mature rating will be well earned uh, Author's because i have absolutely no self-control let's see where this goes shall we oh no XXX. what have i gotten myself into you've gotten yourself into something x-rated okay are we ready we are ready. as ready as i'll ever be I awaken and immediately take note of three things. First, it is hot. In fact, it is sweltering, boiling, I'm burning up, or a thousand other terms that mean the same thing. Basically, heat. Except the extreme heat does not matter. I know intellectually that this sort of temperature should be harmful to me, but instead, I am bolstered. It is strengthening me. In fact, I'm quite certain it's what woke me up in the first place. Okay, at first, I gotta say, I think that might wake up anybody if you felt that extreme of a heat. (laughs) Yes. The second thing I notice is the darkness, the confinement I find myself in. I am curled up tight in some sort of space that is truly minuscule in size. This will not stand because the third thing I notice is tied into the fact that I am confined in this tight place. Basically... I'm suffocating. I need air, oxygen, (laughs) something! My jaw opens and a plaintive cry leaves it that does not sound at all human. My feet kick out and claws I did not expect to have rip 
at one of the walls of my confinement. The wall is not strong, and I feel my claws dig into it, so I keep at it, ignoring the strange aspects of my existence for a few moments as the alien mind operating right alongside my more human thoughts demands that we get out. Out! Out! I break free of my confines and pull myself free, throwing my head back and forth. My neck is longer than it should be, almost serpentine as I look about and see nothing but flames. They lap at me in the egg I was confined within, but it does not harm me. Fire cannot harm me or my new body. I know this instinctively, and I do not shy away from it. Or perhaps the alien part of me. A new set of instincts that I did not have before awakening knows it. Regardless, I open my jaw once more and cry out again. Then my tongue snakes out, and I taste my teeth. They are sharp and numerous, and my mouth and lips do not feel remotely human. But then, I am not human at all, am I? Looking back, I see the remains of the egg I have just broken free from within. Looking down, I see the lizard-like body I now inhabit. My upper arms have wings. My back legs have the claws I used to tear my way out of that egg. I am a dragonling, a tiny creature who will one day grow big enough to devour entire horses whole. Hopefully, anyways. I still don't actually know what setting I'm a dragon in. <laughs> the impressively dramatic turn of becoming a dragon is at odds with the uh, self-insert nature of this fan fiction, and I'm enjoying that. <laughs> it's like actually kind of well written, too. That's Turning what I this don't way like and- about it. <laughs> yeah. Turning this way and that yields only more flames. Crawling through the high-burning fire, I look for signs of anything that can tell me where I am. In the end, I find that at the same time, her beautiful, vibrant, violet eyes find me. And now I know where I am. Daenerys, stormborn of House Targaryen, looks at me with shock in her gaze. She sits among the fires, her clothing burnt from her butter flesh. Her naked, nubile young body oh. is completely untouched. Oh no. I hate the word nubile. Oh. Of course it is. She is as <laughs> dragon as I am. My instincts scream this at me, but my memories are in agreement. While Danny is a human, or whatever the Planetosian equivalent is, she is also the blood of dragons, of old Valyria. She does not burn no matter how hot the flames may grow. I open my jaws and cry out to her, the action almost entirely instinctive and involuntary. Startled from her wide-eyed surprise, the silver-haired girl finally moves. She gets off her shapely, fine ass, and crawls over to me, reaching out as if unsure if I am real or not. I do not attempt to bite her, though there is a slight which come into reach. Instead, I lean in and bump my head against her hand. A tentative smile spreads across her face at my action, and when she reaches out to me with both hands, I allow her to pick me up before immediately claiming space on the front of her body. The mother of dragons, of which I am one, holy shit, sits back. <laughs> On her ass once more, and I take advantage of the moment to nuzzle my small head between her soft, malicious tits. What the fuck? I may be a dragon. 
But I still have a human mind. A slight gasp falls from Daenerys's lips, and I know I am stimulating and arousing her. If I could have grinned wickedly in that moment, I would have. Instead, I settle for snaking my tongue out and licking at her. I lap at the black soot that is settling upon her flesh, seemingly for the purposes of cleaning her, but I focus an inordinate amount of tension on her giant breasts. <laughs> At the same time, my long tail, the longest appendage I have, slides down into her lap. I'm sure, she thinks. It can't possibly be on purpose. But I still writhe my tail against her moistening guns all the same. <laughs> what the fuck? The sinuous appendage slides up. And down, a surprised moan of desire slips free of Daenerys's perfect full lips. She's going to be beautiful as she finishes growing. Oh. This is fucked. Yes, it is. This is fucked up. Sergio, what the fuck? I didn't read this before picking it. <laughs> <laughs> Though, of course, there is only a small window in which I will have to fuck her. I have to start con- <laughs> No, no, I'm not reading that. <laughs> oh, no! I'm not reading oh, that. Oh, no, 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 no. Read, Matthew. <laughs> Sergio, I thought we said we wouldn't be reading grooming fanfics. <laughs> you gotta start reading these before you pick them, dude. I have to start conditioning her to accept these kinds of advances now, because once I'm too big to pin her down and take her, I will have to depend on her to initiate contact herself. What the fuck? Horrifying. Who wrote this? What is this person's name? Cambrian Beckett. Dude. Cambrian (laughs) explosion. At at first, I thought he was referring to a a period of time in the show, but I guess he means like there's a specific... Wait, he'd crush her under his weight. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh no! Oh no! I can see the word "massive cock." <laughs> Just stands out against the page. Yes. <clears throat> Still, I can imagine it in my mind's eye. I can see Daenerys Targaryen, mother of dragons. Ripping naked and wrapping her lithe, beautiful body around my massive cock. Rubbing herself up against me and licking my length in the same way. I am licking her tits right now. Yes, it will take some work, but I will make the last Targaryen. My slighty little dragon edge. You can have the Iron Throne and Seven Kingdoms. I will gift them to her all on my own if I have to, but I will have her. Oh, yes, I will. <clears throat> Her hands suddenly curl around me, and it's clear that Daenerys has finally come out of the haze of pleasure enough to realize this is wrong, even if she is enjoying it. For the first time, I growl, my small front claws clutching at her flesh and my tail lifting up only to slap down with a sting across her (laughs) (laughs) No! The silver-haired girl gasps in surprise and pain, looks down at me with wide violet eyes. I don't pay her any mind, though. Instead, I continue to nuzzle my head into her cleavage and tits. I would get a shotgun if this was happening to me right about this point in time. (laughs) She does not try to move me again. Thankfully, she is lucky. I am not giving breastfeeding a shot at the moment. (laughs) 
I mean, Fox, you just had a kid, right? Man, I'll try some other time. For now, I need to start slow. What the? <laughs> no. <It's>... no. <laughs> I'm not reading that. You gotta. Do I have to? You gotta. The will of the, will of the people. Yes. As time passes and Daenerys tries to hold back her intermittent climaxes of completely ineffectually, my brothers join us. She will name them Viserion and Rhaegal, according to my foreknowledge. I've already looked at myself enough to realize I am Drogon, which is nice and right and proper. If I was going to be reborn a dragon, I'd better fucking be the largest of the three. Whether I'd let Drogon's animal mind, which I'd long since figured out was the alien brain that kept trying to wrest control of my actions from me, actually be as aggressive as he'd been in the canon, well, that was to be decided. What the fuck? Regardless, I hogged our mother's front, and Viserion and Rhaegal were not nearly as lecherous as I was, so they did not try to fight me for the right to molest her. Instead, Viserion hiked his way up onto her shoulder and Rhaegal sticked to her back, winding back and forth to look at me with big eyes from either side of her. Whenever he got too close, I hissed at him. And whenever our mother tried to admonish me, I gave her another smack across her clit to remind her <laughs> to <be> in charge here. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Still, all good things come to an end. The fires abated and became far, far too cold for my tastes. Luckily, Daenerys remained nice and warm and delicious, even as she stood up and I had to cling to her to keep my place on her front. All three of us dragonlings stuck to her like glue as she walked forward, but I looked back behind me all the same to see what she was looking at. Ah, there was the remnants of Danny's Kalasar. Most of them would be dead soon. Could I stop that? Would I? Eh, probably not. Though her handmaidens were very hot. And then there was Jorah Mormont. I couldn't help but glare at the potential rival to my mother's affections. I mean, intellectually, I knew that Jorah never got fuck all anywhere with her, but he still lofted after her just as I did. It seemed my foreknowledge and my lustful intentions were slipping into Drogon's bestial mind because the dragonling that I was sharing brain matter with, which was immediately hostile of Jorah, and it was quite hard for me to rein that in. Still, in the end, I managed it even as the two met in the middle of the burnt field. Jorah looked shocked, understandably so. The exiled knight falls to his knees and stares at Daenerys reverently as he speaks in an awed tone. Blood of my blood. Everyone follows suit. Those who have stuck around kneel before the woman who has brought dragons into this world for the first time in a hundred years. If I could, I would roar at this point. It is certainly what my bestial instincts are screaming at me to do. I must declare myself ruler over this lot of kneeling humans and proclaim my magnificence. Except I know exactly how weak and pitiful my cry is at this point in time. Rather than open my jaws and embarrass myself, I content my instincts by sliding my tail one last time through Daenerys's buffy aroused pussy lips. To her credit, the beautiful young woman keeps her composure, though I feel her legs wobble for a second all the same. I stop at that point. No reason to ruin her credibility by bringing her to orgasm in front of the last people willing to follow her. Still, my dragon lips curl back to show rows of wicked teeth as I direct a particularly triumphant look at Sir Jorah Mormont. He cannot possibly understand what it meant, but that was fine. What mattered was that I knew what it meant. 
Breaking eye contact with the exiled knight, I looked at the barest remnants of Drogo's Kalasar and at the wasteland beyond them. My lips pull back down as I lose any humor or amusement I had felt. Yes, next was the trek to Karth. Through the red waste. Fuck me, this was not going to be fun. What the fuck? <laughs> I, I feel like don't this... know how to feel about this. I, I, I feel it bounces between funny man stuck in baby dragon body to oh, oh, unbelievably horny on main. This is beyond horny on main. This yes, is this is molesting, as it and actually said. And linking them to your Twitter account. Yes. This dude has 241 uh, other stories. What? He's quite the prolific Are you sure those author. aren't just favorited? Oh no, my god, those are actually his stories. Fuck? He, he has a Twitter. Oh my god. Who is this man? He's written millions of words. Uh, uh, oh. Oh no, he has a Ruby fanfic. He has 469 stories on fucking, uh... Oh no, he has 1,079 stories on Hentai Foundry. What? (laughs) (laughs) He's a powerhouse. He's literally a new powerhouse. He's literally a powerhouse. Oh my god. What a god! (laughs) What the fuck? Guys, I don't know how to feel about this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. He also has an O's original character fic of somebody getting sent to the world of League of Legends. The description being, in which a guy from our world is sent to a dying rune terror to fix things. One degrading, dominating conquest at a time. God. Oh, no. He has a mature-rated fic about Star Wars featuring Ayla Sakura. <laughs> I mean, I think all of his fics are M-rated. It, it appears he is a, strictly an NSFW author. What a yeah, guy. He's got something for everything. What a this lad. is just crazy. Like, all of the fandoms. All of them. How do you find that? Is he getting paid for this? He must he be. He must be. Oh, yeah, he has a Patreon. Yeah, he does have a page. Okay, now I'm curious. How much is he making, much... does it say? Let me see. Uh, I'm going to check. He has 2,959 patro- patrons. Oh my god. It does not say how much he's making. They must pay in at least... They must pay at least a dollar, as I recall. He'd be making bank. He does, he does do, he at least, uh, yeah, he does do commissions. Oh my gosh. This is a rich, rich man that we've found. No wonder this is, like, the most popular or whatever. If he's, like, this powerhouse. Good yeah, so, God. So, so he, he is, his, 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 uh, his basic is two per month. So he's making it, it bare minimum... Like six thousand dollars. What the fuck? This guy's probably on a six-figure income just writing porn. Oh my god! What a massive lad! I've I, 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 I gained some newfound respect for this man. 
Yeah, me too. I I mean, I have no respect for him because <laughs> this story is not good, but he's uh, he's making a living. Making he's a, a working killing. man. <laughs> this is what the new working class looks like. <laughs> you make no, this thousands of dollars from writing porn. No, this is what the new 1% is. Oh, yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> uh, do we read another chapter? I say the show must go on. It's only been oh. 20 minutes. Oh. Oh. oh, my God. As always, right. I will be the author. <clears throat> Enjoy. <laughs> the okay. journey through the red waste to Karth. Was that is that how it's pronounced? Karth or is it Karth? Yes, Karth, yes. Karth, was every bit as taxing as I'd expected, and yet there was one thing, one teensy tiny thing I managed to change, even though I was the size of a fucking chihuahua in my new dragonling body. Watching my new mother try to feed Viserion and Rhaegal with uncooked horse meat was almost painful, as she fumbled with the raw flesh and they stood fastly removed to go full for it. She's tried to feed me some of the stuff earlier as well, and I've been a bit more receptive, fighting down Drogon's draconic instincts to try and have a go at it. Yeah, I wasn't ever fucking doing that again. Raw meat tasted fucking awful, about as awful as it would to a human or so I assumed. I never had anything but well done to medium well in my past life, so I couldn't really confirm one way or the other. Suffice it to say, dragons did not consume raw flesh, it just wasn't digestible. My past life, thinking about who I truly was and how I'd ended up in a dragonling's body. I was certainly calm on the whole matter. I probably died. Or I didn't, and I was just plucked from my old life in my sleep. Funnily enough, while I could acknowledge that I was remarkably at peace with the abrupt change from human on 21st century Earth to dragonling on whatever the fuck era planetos, I couldn't actually get upset about it. I figured that was by design. My mind wasn't allowed to panic or shut down or go insane. Whatever had done this to me hadn't wanted to watch me freak out if the mysterious force being whatever was anything like the omnipotent beings I'd always written about. No, I'd undoubtedly been put into Drogon's body for something's amusement. Or for some greater purpose? Either way, the end result was the same. I was allowed to understand how fucked up everything was, but I wasn't allowed to have a conniption fit over it. <clears throat> Whatever. It didn't matter to me. We were finally stopped for a moment on our travels, the small group of Dothraki that still followed Daenerys making camp for the night. Since the sun was setting and it was getting fucking cold, as such I could finally put my idea into action. Crawling forward from the rock I'd been sunbathing on before the sun finally set across the horizon, I crawled up to my mother and brothers. Daenerys' violet eyes land upon me, and I see the way she stiffens in worry, while at the same time leaning towards me slightly without even realizing it. I stare up into her eyes, and after a moment, she offers the piece of raw flesh to me. I claw it out of her fingers, careful to make sure I don't accidentally tear through her flesh in the process. With both she and my brothers watching, I pin the raw meat to the ground and finally attempt to enact my plan. I open my mouth and attempt to breathe fire. Unfortunately, it doesn't work. I know for a fact that I will be able to breathe fire very soon, though, given it only takes a couple of months for Daenerys to teach Dragon the Dracaris command in canon. As such, I 
should be able to just do it now, right? I am a creature of fire. Even in the cold, even now I can feel something akin to a small furnace in my chest and gullet. I should be able to blame some of the hottest... Blame? Belch? Some of the hottest flames that have ever been felt on this world. My first attempt ends in a feeble cry that makes it look like I'm trying to roar at the uncooked meat for some reason. I do not give up, though. My second and third attempts are no better than the first. But on my fourth, however, I yield a result that has Daenerys gasping in sudden understanding. I do not breathe fire as I'd hoped, but a small plume of black smoke finally does leave my open maw, washing across the raw flesh in a way that tells Daenerys to know. Cooked! You need cooked flesh! Fire! I require fire now! Oh, I should have let one of you do that. <laughs> It's just Matt reads to us time again. <laughs> Story time. Of course, some of the Dothraki are already setting up such things now that the cold is coming. In no time at all, I'm settled beside a fire with my brothers, watching lazily as Daenerys sears horse meat over the open flames by literally just holding it out in her hand. She does not burn, but the horse meat does, and it burns satisfactorily. I allow Viserion and Rhaegal to both have first bites, but then I shoulder my way past the two slightly smaller dragonlings. Daenerys moves to stop me as I begin to feast on far more than my fair share, but I simply lash at her hand with my tail. Not enough to split the skin, but enough to remind her of the times I disciplined her so far since coming into this world. Much to my pleasure, the silver-haired Targaryen girl pulls her hand back, watching in mute silence as I eat half of what she's cooked. When she makes more, I once again let Viserion and Rhaegal each have a couple of bites, but then I steal the rest of what she intends to be regardless. You see, I have a theory that I must put to a test, and not even Daenerys Stormborn of the motherfucking House Targaryen is going to stop me, not when there are so many threats coming our way. Basically, I'm hoping that the faster I start eating, the more I manage to consume, then the faster I will grow. Daenerys' dragons grow slowly at first in the show, and then they have rather large growth spurts that seem cap make them capable of being ridden quite swiftly. The way I see it, their growth spurts probably came from when they finally started to fly away and feed themselves. Once they were able to become gluttons upon the sheep of the farmlands around the cities Daenerys would inevitably conquer, they grew in leaps and bounds, Drogon most of all. Well... I wouldn't abandon Daenerys out of hand like the cannon Drogon had, but I also would not settle for anything but the fastest path to growing large, strong, and powerful. There was too much about to happen for me to stay passive going forward. Time passed, and eventually Daenerys ran out of horse meat to feed us. It had all come from her own mare, which from what I remembered had died from exhaustion a day's travel back. Regardless, once properly cooked, it had felt delicious, and I felt bloated, nice and full, as I crawled my way into Daenerys's lap. The young woman looked around furtively for a moment as I snaked my tail underneath her leathers, but she did not try to remove me. Good girl, she's learning fast. This is fucked, by the way. Just the overtone of this dragon doing this is so fucked. Yeah, I hate this. I've done this with her almost every chance I have gotten, and the young woman is far, far too adoring of me and my siblings to truly put her foot down. With my head resting on her inner thigh and my body nice and curled up, I drift off to sleep with my tail running back and forth along her swiftly moistening slit. Daenerys is soon gasping, trying to hold in her moans, but I make sure to bring her to at least one climax before I finally fall asleep.
I'm actually getting quite good at my tail and quite skilled at finding the weak points along her body. When her frame shudders and she has to huddle over me to contain her reaction to the reluctant enjoyment I've coaxed out of her, my lips curl back and my rows of sharp teeth show in a very human-like grin, even as I let my eyes shut and sleep take me. Fuck, I hate the damn cage! During our trek across the red race, <laughs> I barely ever let them put me in it. I even had to bite Daenerys' fingers once to make it clear to her that the cage was a no-go for me. Eventually, though, she had learned. I'd rode on her shoulder or on top of the cages that my brothers were kept in whenever I could tell she was growing wary of my weight. Regardless, when we finally approached Karth, only then did I hop down and allow them to finally place me within the cage. A roughly spun blanket is tossed over myself, Viserion and Rhaegal, and despite the desire to roar my discomfort more than once, I kept silent as Daenerys negotiated with the Council of Thirteen. As in the show, the Spice Merchant fucker is a total ass. Though, if I'm being completely honest, that's probably my bias speaking. If I was in his position, I wouldn't just be a complete dickwad. I'd probably have the guards slaughter the rest of Danny's followers, including her last protector, Sir Jorah Mormont. Then I'd have myself and my brothers just put to the sword. Daenerys would either live as a pleasure slave or die as a Khaleesi alongside all of us. It was the smart move. Unfortunately for the Thirteen of Garth, they were not really all that smart. And I was not in the Spice King's head. No, I was in Drogon's head. And so when we were let into the city of Karth on the back of Zaro Jon Daxo's declaration of Sumai, I once again smiled at the prison. These fools wouldn't know what had hit them. Dracarys. I eyed Daenerys in silence, even as my brothers obey her command and burn the pieces of meat in front of them with dragon fire. She pouts at me, her violet eyes troubled as I refuse to obey. After a moment, she leans forward, her beautiful face and full lips inches from mine. Should I talk to myself? Since uh, Sergio isn't here to be the girl. <laughs> might, you might have to. Okay. What is it, Drogon? You must learn to breathe fire. Your brothers understand. Why do you not? Turning my head away and my snout up draws a choked sound from my new mother. <coughs> you, you do understand, but you will not obey, will you? My most willful child, what must I do to earn your favor? Do I, do I not already give enough? I let my eye slide back to her, watching her as her eyebrows scrunch up and her lips curl downwards into an expressive frown. Still, I do not yield, not until finally the golden word passes through her lips. Please, Drogon, please. I immediately turn towards the piece of meat before me, angling myself so I am facing out over the courtyard that we are currently overlooking. The resulting plume of dragon fire that leaves my maws a good three feet long and quite wide, but it hits nothing and no one but the meat in my path, which is cooked instantly. Of course, I certainly managed to surprise those standing guard below, as well as Doria, Daenerys's traitorous, traitorous, traitorous handmaiden, who even now is watching from my mother's side. The girl jumps back with a cry of alarm as the heat washes over her despite my directing it away from her. Meanwhile, the last Targaryen doesn't even feel a bit of it as she lets out a gasp of delight and quickly picks me up. 
I allow this indignity as it places me right up against her chest. In her new style of dress, flowing long robes instead of Dothraki horse leathers, I can slide right down her top and hide beneath her garments with no one truly understanding what I am doing. Besides Daenerys, of course. Fortunately, in her moment of happiness, the silver-haired beauty has forgotten about my new habit. Quickly taking advantage of this, I slide down through her cleavage as she lets out a yelp and stands up. Before she can even begin to try and extract me, I've shifted around until I'm in, pro in my proper place on the front of her body. My growing wings spread out along her sides, and my front claws dig ever so slightly into the small of her back as she stiffens. This gives me the time to slide my tail between her legs and the length of the ever-growing appendage going all the way down her slit and up between her ass cheeks now. Ugh. You ever heard of a face hugger? I think Drogon in this is a, a tit hugger. Just unfucking stoppable horny. Maybe a something else hugger. We're not going to say that. <laughs> At we've the already time, said it. We've said too are, much. We've said it way too many times. At the same time, my head pots back up from beneath her dress, nestled perfectly betwixt her breasts. My <laughs> eyes meet violent irises, and Daenerys lets out a sigh, slumping in defeat even as Duria closes in once more. Oh, shit. Ow. Sorry, you, you spoil what? him. I glare at Doria, though given the difference in species, I don't think I really get the point across with my look. She's looking back at me but with greed and the lust for power in her eyes. This one is a traitorous cunt, and while she's certainly pretty, I will be perfectly happy to let Daenerys lock the bitch in with that other fucker, Charo Jean Dassos. It's unfortunate, though, that I'll have to allow myself to be taken. I'm half again the size of Cannon Dragon by this point. If my memory serves me well, I've also been working on my fire breathing, and by this point I imagine I could fight off servants sent to capture me alive. However, I'm not really certain. What I am sure of is that if I let myself and my brothers be taken, Daenerys will come for us. We will burn the house of the Undying to the ground, and Karth will fall as a result. The straight and narrow will see my mother rising to her place as queen, and that's the only place I shall have the woman I intend to make some sort of dragon consort. Oh yes, Daenerys must stay powerful and she must become wealthy. After all, how else am I going to amass a horde of gold and maidens aplenty? How else am I going to grow even bigger still in the meat that the position of queen will... I must spoil him. Dragons are not tamed, Doria. They are never tamed. These are wild and savage creatures. But one can bond with them. Befriend them. Viserion, Rhaegal, and even Drogon... I think they know that I am their mother. I believe they feel affection for me, kinship with me. We were all reborn in that pyre in a sense, after all. Drogon is just a bit more willful than his brothers. That's one way to put it. If yeah. I attempt to control him, it will not end well, I know that much. Doria bows her head at this. It is as you say, Khaleesi. I continue to glare at her as Daenerys steps away from the ledge and allow me to keep my perch within her dress. I reward the beautiful Targaryen with a bit of molestation, my tail working away at her <laughs> lower part. And perhaps even just a bit at her ass as well. The tip of it flicking against her body part that I am not going to read because this is disgusting fanfiction. To her credit, the violet-eyed young woman keeps her composure even as she moves slowly to the bed. The resulting grin across my maw is hidden by me nuzzling into her delicious soft booby flesh. Okay, so author is definitely a boob man, I guess. Yes. 
Definitely into very uh, bestial stuff, too, probably. Yeah, I Maybe? hate this. <laughs> God, it was tempting to burn everything, but no, I'd let it happen. And now here we were in the house of the undying. Daenerys had gone through her little spirit walk and finally arrived in the room where my brothers and I had been chained to a pedestal. I thought I might just be able to break free of the chain. The metal strained around my neck, thicker than my brother's necks as it was. My body was stronger and more than that, I had a human mind. I'd already thought about hooking my claws onto the chain links binding me to the pedestal so that I may tear them apart and fly free. But no, for now I remained where I was as I watched the nearest approach us. And then Pyad Pri was there twice over. They missed they, their mother. Oh, oh, go ahead. Okay. They missed their mother. They want to be with you. God, he sounded slimy as fuck. Then the second he spoke up from the opposite side of the room. Do you want to be with them? You will be. When your dragons are born, our magic was born again. It is strongest in their presence, and they are strongest in yours. And then there's a third one. Holy fuck, they're bouncing back and forth, and damn, this is actually a really, really, really creepy scene. <laughs> I hadn't realized how much of a horror genre moment this was in the show, probably because the warlocks weren't quite as secure as they thought, even with their vaunted magics. You, be, you will be with them through winter, summer, and winter again. A thousand, thousand seasons, you will be with them. And then Daenerys has manacles around her wrists, and there is a fourth bald fucker talking as they wind her chains tight. And we will be with you until time comes to an end. As Daenerys's arms are pulled taut in each direction, the Pyat Pri in front of her steps forward, being as creepy as the rest. I ache to blast him in the face with dragon fire, but I will allow my mother to have this situation. It'll be good for her and for her self-esteem. Oh, that, um, okay. Welcome home, Daenerys Stormborn. I take note of the rest of the identical warlocks vanishing. It is only the one before us now as Daenerys him. This is not my home. My home is across the sea where my people are waiting for me. They will be waiting for a long time. He delivers it so fucking deadpan. Like, holy shit, I want to wipe this fucker off the face of this world. When Daenerys looks back at us, chained up as we were, and I see the gleam in her violet eyes, I cannot help but grin savagely. Here it comes. She looks back to the warlock as he leans forward to stare at us. And then she says it. Tricaris. It is the first time I follow the command without question. It might be the last, but never say never, right? Regardless, a ball of dragon fire leaves my gullet sailing out from under Daenerys' arm and striking Pyat Pri directly on his chest. His robe immediately catches a fire as the less impressive flames of my brothers join my own upon his body. Pyat Pri screams and falls to the ground, trying and failing miserably to put out our dragon fire. He burns to death, and it is a glorious death. But of course, there's still the matter of getting free. Daenerys looks back to us, and even as she gives the order once more, I'm testing my physical might against my own chains. Viserion and Rhaegal burn through the metal shackles encasing Daenerys' wrists, leaving her flesh completely fine, as she in turn frees them from their collars. Meanwhile, I have freed myself already, hopping down off of the pedestal and making my way swiftly across the floor. While a mother is focused on my brothers, I am aiming for the greater prize. My jaws descend and I take my first bite of burnt wool. It is delicious. I keep eating, even as Daenerys... <clears throat> Drogon! Drogon, no! What are you doing? 
I turn my head to look at her as if to say, What the fuck does it look like I'm doing, woman? She can't honestly expect me not to partake just because the flesh was human, can she? She'll get over it eventually. I distinctly remember her threatening to feed people to her dragons on several occasions in canon. I continue to chow down, devouring as much of Piat Pri's dead body as I can. Suddenly, however, I begin to feel a little woozy. It's as I stumble back from the warlock's body in a drunken haze that Daenerys' next words reach me. Drogon. Drogon. Belatedly, I remember something important. The warlocks of Karth, of which Pyat Pri was one, drank a strange thick blue wine known only as the Shade of the Evening. It allowed them to do... nothing. Shit, my head was swimming. Letting out a weak cry from my maw, I fall back as my eyes roll around with Ark Bastard drugging me with his tasty Krish. Motherfucker! Father's note. So while the, wild, <laughs> the warlocks of Karth, or at least Pyat Pri, claim that the dragons make their magic stronger. Now, just imbibing straight shade of the evening probably wouldn't do anything for SI Drogon. But what do you guys think about think eating Pyat Pri's charred corpse might do? If anything, after all, if Drogon makes them stronger, what would they do for him? Should SI Drogon get anything besides this from a wicked drug? This anything from this besides a wicked drug trip? Let me know and feel free to give specific ideas. I'll take. I'll either take them or leave them. Winky face. Also, just in case this isn't clear, I click. I cribbed Pyat Pri's dialogue in this chapter straight from the show. Yeah, this was. Yeah, I could tell. <clears throat> I've never seen anything of Game of Thrones before, so if I fucked it up. That's on me. I think you did pretty good considering the circumstances. I, I, I feel, and, I, feel uh, I, I feel like <clears throat> your your Dracarys could have been a little bit more epic. Okay, but is the story epic? No, no. <laughs> um, it's horrifying, is what it is. Sorry for the disappearance. There was like a temporary internet outage for like five ten minutes, but it, obviously I'm back good. now. Um, thoughts. Uh, yeah, thoughts. No I think third those the last chapter. chapter we'll, we'll, we'll read. Um, to Cambrian Beckett's credit, he's a good writer. I can tell that. Clearly, none of us are into the kink that this this story no. is is going for. But I think the I think the parts I most enjoy is when he's just having problems being a baby dragon. I, I think agree. it's funny when he goes meta. Yeah, like. I don't know. It just feels really weird, but in a good way. Like, it makes me less horrified that it's going meta because it's like, oh, there's some humor here. Maybe he doesn't actually mean all of the things that he's writing and enjoy them sexually. <clears throat> Who knows? It really, really bothers me that this is the second most favorited fanfic. Not second. Of all complete. No, of all. Game of Thrones fanfics that are completed. This is the second most favorite. Is it the second? What? Yeah, if you look at only completed fanfics. Oh, wow, yeah. And you want to know the scary like part? He also has the sixth most favorited. Oh. oh. You want to know what it's oh. called? What? Winter Comes. Oh. Oh it, no. It is a Night King self-insert fic. I don't want to read another self-insert fic from this guy. Is that fair? That's fair. We've <laughs> we've tried him out. Sorry, your writing is 
pretty decent for the circumstances, but no. You're not welcome back to singles week, I guess. <laughs> Godspeed, Cambrian Beckett. Keep keep making money off of the perverted keep people on the internet. Bank. Uh, I have nothing well, else to say. That yeah, yeah, neither do I. That was horrifying. We love you. Like, I, I feel cosmic horror from this. I do not love you. I don't love this author. We don't love you uh, as much as Cambria Beckett loves Daenerys. <laughs> 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 <laughs>